0: Well, there's been another shock to our culture here in these rapidly changing United States. Hello everyone, my name is J.B. Hickson and welcome to another edition of Culture Shock. Thank you for joining me. Right now there are tens of thousands of National Guard troops still occupying Washington, D.C. and many other military maneuvers are taking place across the globe. A lot of people are wondering if we are preparing for war. Well, perhaps. But I want to discuss another war that has been raging for nearly 50 years and it just got a lot hotter. It is the war on the unborn. This past Friday, January 22, 2021, marked the 48th anniversary of the infamous Roe v. Wade Supreme Court decision. That ruling waged an open war on the unborn, making it legal to kill them. And since that time, more than 61 million babies have been killed by legalized infanticide in the United States alone. And notice I did not say 61 million unborn babies because, in fact, many of those 61 million-plus infants were actually partially born before their lives were snuffed out. Last Thursday, the day before the anniversary of Roe v. Wade, Dr. Anthony Fauci, President Biden's chief medical advisor, announced that the president will be reversing the so-called Mexico City policy. This is a measure that blocks U.S. federal funding for non-governmental organizations that provide abortion services. To mark the horrific anniversary of Roe v. Wade, last Friday, the day after Fauci shot across the bow in the war against the unborn, newly elected Vice President Kamala Harris commenting on abortion stated, quote, We recommit ourselves to ensuring that everyone has access to care, including reproductive health care. Well, there is one huge problem with the Vice President's statement. Abortion is not health care. Indeed, we now know to be fact what doctors ignored in the 1973 case, and that is abortion stops a beating heart. Stunningly, doctors in the Roe v. Wade case testified that, quote, medically the embryo and fetus are merely part of the mother's body and not yet human. One doctor at the court was even more blunt calling the unborn child a gobbet of meat and protoplasmic rubbish. You know, we don't use the word rubbish much anymore, but I looked it up. It means worthless, unwanted material that is rejected or thrown out. Well, let me tell you, when I look at the sonograph pictures of each of my six children before they were born, I can say with certainty they were not protoplasmic rubbish. They were precious, precious little human beings. Those statements by Fauci and Harris are just the beginning of an intensifying war on the unborn. It will heat up in the coming days, weeks, and months. The new president has made it clear that even if the Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade, he will push through a federal statute legalizing abortion, taking the decision effectively out of the Supreme Court's hands. During his campaign, Biden promised to, quote, make Roe the law of the land, end quote. The president has instructed the Justice Department to file suits in order to stop state restrictions on abortion access, and he wants the Affordable Health Care Act to include coverage for abortion. The new administration does not support the Hyde Amendment, even though at one time Joe Biden did in fact support it. The Hyde Amendment took effect in 1980 and bars the use of federal funds to pay for abortion except in the cases of rape, incest, and life of the mother. Studies show that the Hyde Amendment saved more than 60,000 babies in 2019 alone. The Domestic Terrorism Prevention Act of 2021 is sailing through Congress. This bill is meant to specifically target certain groups like pro-life Christians and label us extremists. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki has been using the term extremists repeatedly during her press briefings. And DNC official David Atkins said on Twitter that people like conservative Christians need quote, deprogramming. Well, make no mistake. We are in a war. It is a war to defend the defenseless. It is a war on the very sanctity of human life. You know, the fight for life brings people from all walks of life together. Some people support the sanctity of life for personal reasons. Maybe you're listening to this podcast and abortion has touched your life in a very personal way. And as you've worked through all of the emotions, you've come to be a defender of life. Others support the sanctity of life for practical reasons. Maybe you understand the very real practical implications of abortion. You understand its high cost in terms of emotional damage and physiological issues and medical dangers. You know that abortion violates the most basic medical tenet. Do no harm. Still others support the sanctity of life for philosophical reasons. Perhaps you are aware of the many logical and philosophical reasons to defend the life of the unborn. For example, maybe you discovered that all systems in the human body are in place by week eight in the womb. An accurate understanding of prenatal development proves that developing humans in the womb demonstrate personality in the same way that newborn babies do. It is simply unjust and inaccurate to classify certain human beings as non-persons. Some of you may have joined the fight for the sanctity of human life for sociological reasons. You know that it is reasonable and necessary for society to outlaw certain, quote, choices. Personal choices that infringe on the life or livelihood of another human being must be legislated against. Still others are pro-life for religious reasons. Maybe your devotion to a particular religious creed compels you to oppose abortion and defend the sanctity of life. And sadly, many people even join the battle for life for nothing more than political reasons. They have ulterior motives. Many politicians flip-flop on this issue like a two-pound trout pulled from the Rio Grande River whenever it's politically expedient to do so. But I want to be honest with you right now and tell you that none of those reasons matter to me. None of those reasons are why I believe we must fight to protect the unborn. I believe in the sanctity of life because I'm a Christian. And as a Christian, I believe the Bible is the Word of God, and every Word of God is flawless. As the Word of God, the Bible is the only standard for my beliefs, and the Bible could not be more clear that life begins at conception. And every life, every life is valuable in the eyes of our Creator. So, yes, there are many reasons why someone might choose to defend the life of the unborn. But ultimately, all of those reasons fall short of providing the unwavering absolute standard provided by God's Word. I don't mean to offend anyone with my passionate Biblicism. I realize that important issues like this often create strategic, if not unusual, alliances. Yet, I want you to know that to me, for me, this issue is not complicated. It is not political. It is not philosophical. It is not sociological. It is... Biblical, plain and simple. The word for a human baby that is used in the Bible is used to refer to the unborn as well as the born, and the Bible speaks of God forming us in the womb. The Bible tells us that God has plans for us before we are born. It speaks of God setting people apart for service even while they are still in the womb. The Bible tells us that unborn children experience joy in the womb. There can be no doubt that God values human life, all human life, born and unborn. And there is equally no doubt that the war on the unborn is heating up in yet another shock to our Christian conservative culture in America. Let me encourage you to stand up, speak out, and support pro-life organizations in this intensifying battle. And before I close, let me mention one more thing. Even more important than saving physical lives is saving spiritual lives. Jesus Christ, the Son of God, died and rose again for your sins. And only by faith alone in Him can you hope to find forgiveness of sins and eternal life. Well, this has been Culture Shock, and my name is J.B. Hickson. If you would like more information about how to have eternal life, or if you just want to reach out and talk about some of these critical cultural issues in our day, Please contact me anytime through the Not By Works website. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast or YouTube and Rumble channels and share this important episode with other culture warriors. Thank you for watching and listening. God bless you.